The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, fellas. This is Greg Williams, Dr. Heat. I get my ass ripped for having too many zero blitzes, and some of those I'd love to have back. But you're all on the podcast. I can't believe it. It pales what I do on a zero blitz in comparison to some of the bad life choices that Andrew, Ralph, Dave, and Kevin make. Are you kidding me? We can't make better choices on what we say and do and how we live our life. And now it's on podcasts. Well, let's get this straightened out and let's do a better job for everybody out there who listens to that dumbass that you guys are talking about. Enjoy it. Signing off, Greg Williams. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Greg, if somebody out there who's a patron, Kevin, if they can... Tell me if they can identify where Greg Williams is, what mall or airport he's at doing that cameo for us. I will send them a Saint Season Survival mug. No charge. You have, you have to identify what, what mall Greg Williams did that cameo from. Uh, and we will send you a prize. So uh, this is another one of these episodes where we have Kevin join us. He's our mock draft, uh, college draft expert aficionado. He has become just, he loves doing the mock drafts. He has the Discord channel where he does them. Uh, other patrons do them as well. But we, I had Kevin, I said, Kevin, let's turn this into podcast. And on this one, what we do is we had a theme where we said, hey, Kevin, we're doing a full round mock draft. Fix the offense. And we did fix the offense. If you listen to that podcast, we, we, we fixed the offense and we kind of fixed the defense too. It kind of got sidetracked. He got some trade offers. Of course, we took them and got extra picks. But so we have themes that we want to do with Kevin and we, and we task him with a theme where he's running the Saints and, and, and we give him a, a, a challenge, a theme to do. This, this draft, we did offense. I said to Kevin, I, I want you to do a four round mock and I want you to supercharge the Saints defense. And I want you to get as many picks in the first four rounds as possible. And Kevin, the reason why I want you to supercharge the defense is because with Dennis Allen, let's be realistic. He's not a great coach, not a great head coach, right? Struggles in game, struggles managing the game, struggles with his offense, a lot of things, not great. But I think we can all agree, like, he's a, an elite defensive coordinator, right? The Saints had a ton of injuries on defense. He got them to top 10. They didn't allow more than 20 points the last nine weeks of the season. Like, he's an elite defensive coordinator. So, way, for this draft, like, if you are able to supercharge the Saints defense and make it, like, top, top two in the league, in a way, you're sort of really helping Dennis Allen because you're playing to what he's good at. And I feel like the only path for him to be successful is the defense has to be like really freaking good. So I like this theme of supercharging the defense and getting as many picks in the top four rounds as possible. How do you feel about the Saints defense and sort of 
just quickly sort of it was top 10, right? But where does it where do you think it needs to fall in like 2023 and in the few the next two or three years for Dennis Allen to like remain the Saints head coach? Like how good do you think it's gonna have to be for Dennis Allen to still be the Saints coach in like 2025, 2026? Uh at this point, I think Dennis Allen has to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. In in this coming seat in 2023, 2024. Um, so if that means so I, I'm nine and eight, you know, like if this like let's say the NFC South is a dumpster fire again, mm-hmm. and somehow the Saints manage to win the division going eight yeah. and nine, I would still pro- I would still advocate for firing Dennis Allen. Yeah. Um, Dennis at like they have to make the playoffs. And they have to have a winning record. So if they go nine and eight and make the playoffs, I think Dennis Allen gets another year. And so unless the team just completely bottoms out at some point, I think he would be safe at that point. So yeah, nine and eight. Yeah, he's got, I mean, he's got to get, he's got to, like, if they go nine and eight or eight and nine and win the division, he's coming back for another year. Um, But I do, I do think. This draft exercise is going to be really interesting because um, their defense, while still very good, potentially could have massive holes in it, right? Davenport's yeah. a free agent. Onyemata's right. a free agent, right? Sam Jordan is a year older, and, and I can't see him blowing up like he did this past year. That's right. Caden Ellis is a free agent. He had seven sacks, right? Both of your safeties are 29 years old and 30 years old with Honey Badger and May. May is facing a DWI suspension. Uh, your backup safety, Sorensen, is America's fav- favorite retail uh, uh, home home seller or, or uh, real estate agent. And he's not young. So, like, defense was still good, but, like, it could use an infusion of youth and talent and 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 that sort of thing get it get it elite so let's go your task with making the saints defense elite and getting as many picks in the top four rounds as you can so let's fire up the pff uh mock draft simulator and get to pick 29 okay well here's the deal i can get from the kansas city chiefs right before i start the draft wow if i give the Kansas City Chiefs pick 40. Not 29, but 40. I can then get, according to PFF, I can get pick 63, pick 95, pick 123, and pick 133. Wow. For pick 40. And I am inclined to take it because it's the AFC and... You know, I'm getting four picks, or I'm I'm netting three picks here. That's right. I think that's I think that's a great move. I I do think, I do think the only concern you would have is it really limits you. You kind you kind of become since we're starting there. If you kind of get locked in at 29, right? Because if you if you don't pick at 29 and you trade down again, you're getting a ton of picks. And I know I said get as many picks in the top four rounds as you can and you'll succeed at that but it also becomes i think hard to supercharge the defense because at that point you're probably not getting like a top five player at any position 
Okay, so, right. so okay, so in this scenario, I am not making pre-draft deals. We are just I'm no. I mean, you hard. could do you could do the Kansas City one, but I, then I think you got to pick somebody at twenty nine. Likely. Well, I mean, maybe not. We could see what's we could see what's there, but I think you okay, take. So, the so are you fine you, then? So you're cool if I make this deal. That's right. Go ahead. It's your it's your world. Make right, that off deal. the trade. It has been accepted. I'm going to start the draft. So now at pick twenty nine. All right. Here are my options defensively. I've got uh, Will McDonald, the fourth uh, edge rusher from Iowa State. Ooh, yeah. Safety, Antonio Johnson from A&M. And Mazzie Smith, uh, interior defensive lineman from Michigan. And then Ed, and, and then BJ Ojulari from yeah. LSU. See, I Those think... are the top defensive players available. Everybody else is offense. I mean, listen, listen, we know about... Go Tigers. That's for me, but I feel like it just depends what you want to. I, I like Ojolari wouldn't fit for the Saints at the end. I just think his size and that sort of thing. The thing here is, and you would know this better than me, but I feel like that interior guy from Mich- from Michigan, right? What is it, Maisie? Maisie Smith. It's either Maisie Smith or Mazzy Smith. Mazzy Smith. I like him. We picked him in an offensive draft because he was just too good to pass up, and we got him. I feel that like trading that pick, like that's the sweet spot for him, and he isn't going to be there at sixty-four. So, what of the, the does he in your mind is he a must-have to sort of supercharge the Dennis Allen defense, which is what you're tasked with? But you also have a safety. You also have a like you have a lot of good defensive options here at twenty nine. I guess for you is which one do you feel is the most likely to play and give the Saints an immediate impact at twenty nine? I feel like I feel like there's some question. Okay, so just what I'm reading on the report on Will McDonald, there's some questions on him. He's very light for his position. He only weighs two thirty six. And so for an edge defender, you know, he's got to get more weight on him. Uh, so I, I look at it as it's either, it, it should either be Antonio Johnson or Mazzy Smith. I'm inclined to take Mazzy Smith again, uh, just because like that's, again, that's the, one of the three pressing needs for, according to PFF. And I've, and I've also looked at, the CBS mock draft uh, thing, like what they say the needs are for That's right. the Saints. Mm-hmm. And defensive tackle is considered one of the needs. Well, and it becomes, this, this, this draft, of course, is like all mock drafts, is hypothetical. The, the thing that becomes really the question to ask is like, in the real world and in this hypothetical world, did they keep Davenport? Did they keep on Yamada? Because that really sort of tip, tips it one way, right? If both of them are gone, you got to pick Smith. If one of them's gone, you probably have to pick Smith. If both of them are back, maybe you go safety because is, is, is the safety, is he the best safety available? Antonio Johnson is the best safety available. Ooh, See, that's, I guess to me, the question for you is, and you're making this selection. So, in, in our hypothetical also world, the second highest rated safety among all the picks available. 
I guess in this hypothetical exercise we're doing, did the Saints keep Onyemata and or Davenport? And tell me, in this hypothetical world, did they do that and then make your pick? Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind the scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. I believe, okay, I think they'll keep Onyemata, and I think that da- da- Davenport goes away. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I will take still the defensive interior, uh, Mazzy Smith from Michigan. So There you go. Drafted. So now we're waiting for pick 63. Mm-hmm. It's a we're long wait. down. All right. So now I've got three edge defenders available immediately uh keon white from georgia tech isaiah foskey from notre dame mike morris from michigan i also have cornerback cam smith from south carolina and yeah so those are the top four defensive players available to me i also have halfback zach charbonnet and wide receiver jalen hyatt from tennessee see Again, the potential to go off the rails here in that we, the, the entire point of this podcast is we're going to supercharge DA's defense and get as many picks in the top four rounds as we could. I feel like your trade with Kansas City accomplished the second part. Got a ton of picks. Right. Man, Charbonneau from UCLA. Like that, that, that to me, him being there that late, like I, I'm so like, I'm so tempted and I just want to I just want to smash our objective. But can we spin it of hey, we are supercharging Dennis Allen's defense because we got him a power running back and his defense will be on the field less so they'll be fresher. So we are actually helping his defense by improving the running game. I don't know. So what what do you what do you think you do here? Um I'm in uh, I've only have one trade offer and it's from the Cardinals and I can't do enough to get enough picks to justify making any sort of a deal. So I am inclined to make a pick here. Um, I'm leaning Keon White. He's ranked 53rd overall. His mm-hmm. average Ooh. draft position is 53. We're currently at pick 63. Mm-hmm. Um, he What's Charbonneau rated? Charbonneau, his rank is 61st. His average draft position is 63. Uh, let me see. Hang on. Let me pull up. All, all interior defenders. No, I'm sorry. Edge defenders is what I'm looking for. Not interior. I well, he's a running back, right? Sharp from UCLA, right? Oh, right, right, right. Edge defenders. Shoot. Missed it. Scroll I back. Guess... So, let me go. so running back is really, that's, that'll be easier to count because there's not too many of them. Zach Charbonneau is the third highest rated running back in the draft. 
Do you think which guy? Because you're picking again at seventy-one, right? Right. Which guy do you think of White at fifty-three or Charbonneau? Which guy do you think is more likely to still be available at seventy-one? That's the way I, I would. I don't believe either one will be there. Okay. But if I had, if I had to bet, I would say Charbonneau. Okay, for sure, Charbonnet. What's the what's what I would say then go white and let's let's get this all right because because again I'm I'm looking back at your objective the objective mm-hmm. is over is strengthen the defense supercharge the defense so I'm gonna go Keon White from Georgia Tech all right here we go so all right so pick. now we're at pick seventy one and Charbonnet uh, ended up getting picked at sixty six so he is no longer around. So now we're looking at, I've got edge defender Mike Morris still on the board. Mm-hmm. Safety Jordan Battle from Alabama. Ooh. Cornerback Kay, uh, or Kaylee Ringo from Georgia. And Jeez. safety Christopher Smith from Georgia. See. I still have, I still have wide receiver Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Tight end Darnell Washington from Georgia. And running back Devin Ashane from Texas A&M. Isn't Darnell Washington, isn't he gigantic? Let me look up the number on him. Jesus Christ. Darnell Washington weighs 270 pounds. He is six foot seven. See, I don't I know we I know we say this is to supercharge the the defense, but like just having a giant tight end seems fun. It seems fun. Right. So where was he where is he ranked? Like if we pick anyone, where would that slot in? Would it be uh, would we be overdrafting him or right at Wait, uh, Darnell Washington? Yeah. Uh Darnell Washington, he is ranked seventy second overall. His average oh, okay. draft position is seventy. So we're right in the we're in the right zone for him. Uh Keele, uh Kaylee Ringo, his average draft position is seventy. We're at seventy one. Uh, Christopher Smith would be a little bit of a reach. Uh, Jordan Battle would be less of a reach. And again, those are the two safeties. But I feel like cornerback is a bigger need than safety. Well, I feel like safety is kind of a need. To, you got two 30-year-old safeties. You got a, a safety that's going to be a, suspended for DUI. Like, safety is kind of a sneaky need. Oh, no, no. I don't, I don't dispute that. I don't dispute that. I'm trying to. I'm scrolling down further to see who is available at corner or safety later on. It's like ah, you'll still have guys. You'll still have guys. <laughs> I almost feel like all right. I feel like we either go Jordan Battle or we pick the tight end. I think we pick the. I think we pick the tight end because he's gigantic and fun. All right, so we're picking the tight. We're picking Darnell Washington, the tight end. At 71, so there we go. He is picked. Right. We are now on to pick 95. All right. So, we've got an edge defender, Colby Wooden from Auburn. Interior defenseman, uh, Jacqueline Roy from LSU. Ooh. Now, here come two interesting spots. Uh, we're back to Hendon Hooker. The quarterback from Tennessee, but again, this I'm assuming we still have Carr. That's right. So I'm not going to worry about him. We have 
Halfback from Tulane. Ooh, see. Tidy Spears. But we also have cornerback Jacorian Bennett from Maryland and linebacker Ivan Pace Jr. from Cincinnati. Who's the highest rated defensive player left? Holy Wooden. Was he, what position is Edge he? Edge defender. What's his size? Six foot five, 284. <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's like a, he's like Dennis Allen's dream. Yeah, I mean, like it's, so, it's like a, a Dennis Allen dream defender. So, you know, we, we've got, we picked up Keon White earlier. Mm hmm. And we picked up, you know, Mazzy Smith to start off. So it's like, do we, do we go for depth there or do we go cornerback? Yeah. Now, if we now if we went cornerback, it would be a a, a, a slight reach. What do they have at linebacker? Because I feel like if Caden Ellis, highest rated linebacker we got now is Ivan Pace Jr. And after that, Noah Sewell from Oregon. Would they? Would either one of them be a reach? Because I I feel like you need you need a guy. If Caden Ellis leaves, you definitely need a linebacker. You know. And even if he doesn't, Demario Davis isn't exactly young, right? Right. So, but so I, I guess what, what are you gonna what are you gonna do here? You got you got a lot of options, man. That that guy on the edge is. It, <laughs> we've turned we've turned this we've turned this draft. It's it's gone from it's sort of like a combo. I was gonna do another draft where we were gonna just and we we make me and Kevin may still do it where we were just going to pick gigantic human beings like that was we were just going to pick nothing but gigantic people and if we pick this dude you add him to washington we're sort of doing that now uh we'll have a six five dude and a six seven dude but i feel like if, if we're tasked with supercharging the defense that may that may be the way to go but but what do you think well if it is about supercharging the defense then then you want to have guys who are going to be just insane players uh and and you don't want to have any like you know like jacorian bennett or ivan pace jr it's like yeah they'll fill a need well jacorian bennett in particular he'll fill a need but is he going to be could he be a day one starter and and kill it uh, and can he and and can he play power forward for the pelicans in a pinch right so That's <laughs> so I tell you what then, I will go Colby Wooden, edge defender from Auburn. So now we have bookends on the defensive line. And we we are sitting pretty. It's right. I like that. I like this. Um so what pick we got? So now we're down to 115. Okay. We have some wide receivers here. Uh I see a halfback, Sean Tucker from Syracuse. Uh, the next available linebacker is Cam Jones from Indiana. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm ignoring all these edge defenders now, now that we have two. That's right. I've got a defensive interior man, Keandre, uh, Keandre Coburn from Texas. I talked about him before. The guy I'm looking at or keying in on is a safety from Penn State, Jair Brown. Okay. Um, that's interesting. He's five eleven and weighs two oh eight, but safeties aren't supposed to be big. No, 
what's his uh what's his would it be would it be right on the sweet spot there or is it a little bit of a reach or a little bit of a value uh, no he seems right in the sweet spot like this is pick 115 he is ranked at 120 his average draft position is 120 yeah i feel like i feel like if you get a i feel like if you get a safety that's a good pick because the thing is the thing is with the saints right you worry about the May suspension for one Right, and you just worry about age. Where Daniel Sorensen, Saints legend Daniel Sorensen, he had the big game against Cleveland, where he made a bunch of tackles and kept Cleveland running backs from going making house calls. He had the big pick, right? He had the pick against Carolina too. Like he played well, but like I feel like Daniel Sorensen, like I don't know, he's he's like uh, what's it like a? It's like a spice where like you can't have too much of it. Like it's just, like like just like we just need like. Two, three weeks of Daniel Sorensen. Like, if he's got to play for like a four to six week stretch, that's going to go badly for everyone. Right. Like, I, it's like, like safety, I feel like it's one of those things where you pick him and he kind of impresses at camp and you forget about him. But then it's like, oh, yeah, Teron Matthew, he broke his, he broke his, he broke his wrist or he broke his hand or broke his arm. He's out three to three, three to five weeks. And you're playing this guy instead of Daniel Sorensen, and I feel like we'll all be better off and a little bit happier. So yeah. my vote goes for the safety, but what yeah, are you I'm do? I'm going. So I'm picking the safety. He has been picked. We are now on to pick 123. Uh, so in terms of need, we have a couple of defensive interior. Keandre Coburn from Texas is still there. Byron Young from Alabama is there. We now have wide receivers. Trey Palmer from Nebraska. Andre Eosivis from mm-hmm. Princeton. And Marvin Mims from Oklahoma. Uh, running back, we have Zach Evans from Ole Miss, but, and then we have the guard, Andrew Voorhees from USC, but again, those are offensive players. I am looking at, we have two cornerbacks available, Kiu Blue Kelly from Stanford, and Jartavius Martin from Illinois. I feel like the guy with the nickname Blue we could just say, that's my boy, Blue. We could have Thomas cue up that soundbite, and we, if he makes the team and does fun things, right. we just play that soundbite seven million times over right. the next four years. I, I, that alone, like to me, that's like whatever his Raz score would be, like the fact that we can just play, you're my boy, Blue, like that would add like two points to his Raz, I feel like. So he's, he's right. He's, I agree. So let's go. I am going to take cornerback Keo Blue or Keo Blue John uh, Keo Blue Kelly. Sorry, from Stanford mm-hmm. with pick one twenty three. We and are they now went down a, to our they, last pick. And they went a Debo Stanford. You know, in 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 twenty twenty one, right? And he worked out pretty good. So another Stanford, another another Stanford guy. It could work out. So, so what guy, do we got? Let's just hope this guy is not afraid of needles. Because um, <laughs> I would prefer not to have too many uh, d- too many antis on the uh, in the secondary. The you can't. Yeah, you can't. You 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 can, you can only have like maybe like one on each side of the ball. 
You know, and especially right. you don't want too many in the same room, right? Right. So all right. So now we're at pick one thirty-three. This is the last pick we have on this mock. Quarterback Aiden O'Connell from Purdue is there. Halfback Chase Brown from Illinois. Halfback Keaton Mitchell from East Carolina. Um, defensively, we've got DJ Turner, a cornerback from Michigan. Gerard Clark, interior defenseman from Coastal Carolina. And we have a linebacker, Owen Pepo from Ooh, Auburn. Uh, uh, Owen Pepo. If, would he be a reach if we picked him? Owen Pepo, he's ranked 141. His average draft position is 140, so he would be seven behind the, the picks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm leaving, it, I'm leaving it up to you. What, what, do you think, what do you think is just the best value? Because let's, let's, let's wrap it up with great value because we've, I, think we've, I think we've accomplished both things here. I think we got a ton of picks. And we supercharged Dennis Allen's defense and we tried to save his job. I think we've done both, but let's end on a high note. Just just the, either the value or just the guy left that you want. And we've got a lot of jokes. We got we got jokes about blue. We got the, the giant Hodor people to make fun. We got we got a ton of fun stuff. Give me a pick. We can end on a, the cherry on top of this draft. What is it gonna uh, be? I will take a guard. Ooh, I like that. Chandler Zavalia <laughs> from North Carolina State. He's six foot five, weighs three twenty-five. All right. Because again, this team is going to need a guard, at least one guard to hit, in order for this offense to be better next year. And um, yeah, and also too, like I think there's a really good chance that. One of the June first cuts, the guys that is is Pete because he can he just creates a ton of cap space for them. I mean it's 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 post June cap space, so it's not as valuable as the cap space maybe they need now and in free agency. But it creates a ton of space. So I think there's a good chance that Andres Pete's not going to be on the roster. And if that's the case, you need another guard to compete with Throckmorton and that group that they have. So. Uh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick, I think. All right. I'm going to recap this. All right, recap it. And remember to screenshot it so we can, I can add it to the posts and people can see it in all its glory. No, no, no. It's, it's get, they're all getting screenshotted and they're going in the Kevin Does Mock Drafts uh, channel. channel on the uh, Discord. So it's, which, it, which they're, they're which, going there. Which all patrons, if you're a patron, you should get in the Discord channel. You should get on Discord, get in the Mock Draft channel. With Kevin, if you're not a patron, become a patron, and then you get access to Kevin's mock draft channel, where he's doing tons of mock drafts every day. Other patrons are doing it. If you love to do mock drafts, it's the place to be. So let's recap it. What do we got? Interior defenseman Mazzy Smith from Michigan, edge defender Keon White from Georgia Tech, tight end Darnell Washington from Georgia, edge defender Colby Wooden. From Auburn, Jair Brown, safety from Penn State. Mm-hmm. Kiu Blue Kelly, or Caillou Blue Kelly. I'm not sure if he pronounces it like the Street Fighter character. Uh, cornerback from Stanford. And more, we got, we got, you're my boy, Blue jokes and Street Fighter jokes, which 
Eventually, Thomas it, Love? It just oh depends on how he pronounces that name. Oh my name. god, he's a, he's a, he's a he's a podcast dream. I think we should have taken him two rounds higher. My god, we've got uh, Chandler Zavalia, the guard from North Carolina State. Sounds like a coffee br- uh, coffee brand. It, uh, <laughs> or or like the character of like a friend's knockoff on the WB in the 1990s. Um, so how we feel like this draft, I feel great about it because we drafted so many guys on the defensive line. Like you would think one of them will be an impact player in 2023. Um, so I like that. Which guy is sort of your, you, if I said to you, the saints did this draft, which me and you would obviously love because it would be the first time in like a decade and a half that they've traded down and got a bunch of picks. So we would just love it. But if they did this, who would be the two guys where you would be like, those guys are going to be good. I'm super pumped about those guys. And if those two guys are good, the defense is going to be supercharged for Dennis Allen. He's got a better shot at saving his job. So I'll, I'll take an easy chalk pick on the first one. And I'll say Keon white from Georgia tech. Um, just because there's good pub on him yeah. and, and PFF seems to like that pick at 63. I got an A minus on that. I'll go unconventional and I'll keep it defense. And I, and I'll say, uh, Caillou Blue Johnson, the cornerback, because if we get a cornerback who hits and we drafted him in the fourth round, I mean, you know, if we've got a, if we've got a guy if we got a position taken care of for five, six years and we got him in the fourth round, I'm happy as can be. Well, and then you, you, you suddenly you look at the secondary. You got Lattimore. You got Taylor. You got Adebo. You got Blue. And if you've got Alante Taylor becomes really good and you got Blue who's really good and you got Lattimore who's really good, suddenly you have ridiculous depth at low cost. And yeah. then you can go and not saying they would, but maybe you say to a team like the Bengals or whoever, or, you know, team that needs a corner. And you're like, Hey, team that stinks, the dolphins who need is a, needs a corner. Give us a first and a third for Lattimore. And we're cool with it. Cause we're ridiculously deep at corner and they aren't going to cost us anything until 2028. 2027 right so right. I, I i think that's a great choice it's unconventional um i mean i am the unconventional guy i well i just love it for the you know me i put jokes the only thing that's above the saints the only thing that's above jokes for me in podcast importance is the saints winning and jokes sometimes is even as important as the saints winning to me i won't lie i'm all about the entertainment value for the podcast so somebody named blue being amazing and the thing is at corner if he's amazing it isn't like if he's a guard and he's amazing let's be real we're not really talking about a guard being amazing. We only talk about offensive linemen if they're bad. You only talk about defensive tackles if the Saints' run defense stinks, right? Right. But a, cor- but a corner, if they're good, you notice. They're making interceptions. They're making pass breakups. They're doing big, important things. So the jokes would just flow and flow and flow. So I'm all for it. Um, 
I love I, I of the of the drafts we've done. I think I think this one. I think this is a. I think this was a. This was amazing. Um, I would take this draft. I don't necessarily think it's realistic the amount of picks because trading down just for the Saints, like it's just it's not going to happen. We do it. We do it for the mock drafts because it's that's more what fun. I do in the mock draft channel. I am always looking to trade down. Well, like I've run I've run mocks where I've literally tried to trade as far down as humanly possible as I can. Yeah, you did the one where you, you try to get as many second round picks as possible, down. I think. Yeah. And, and people get, people on Twitter, they'll knock me. They'll be like, oh, you do you and Kevin, you, you do the, you know, because we do these podcasts as we get closer to the draft. We do more of them when we talk about it on the, 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 the live stream. People, are, you just, you, you guys do the mock drafts and you, and you, you trade down, you trade down, and that's just not realistic. You know the Saints aren't going to do it. And I yell at him. I'm like, listen, we're trying to have fun on the podcast. We're trying to entertain people on their drive to work or home. If we do the draft like the Saints do it, we end up with three players, and it's a f- eight-minute podcast. Trading down gives us more picks. It gives us more f- players to talk about. And the whole point of these mock drafts is to talk about these players, to talk about their RAS, talk about their size, talk about their fits and all that. And trading down allows us to talk about more players. It makes for a more entertaining product. That's why we do it. But but my point is, Kevin, like this draft, even if the Saints didn't get how many how many players did we pick? Seven, eight in this? Um, yeah, we picked five in the first one. We got seven in this one. It's like even if it what the Saints end up doing that and they don't and they only get you know, in the first four rounds, they only get five guys, right? Like, I think it's, I think these players we picked, especially the second one to supercharge the defense would be amazing. So, yeah. Um, so guys, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this version of mock draft with Kevin. I dragged Kevin on uh, one of his nights and I said, let's do some mock draft. He was kind enough to do it for me. Uh, so guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for supporting the show. Um, Go to Patreon um, at saintshappyhour.com and sign up, become a patron, support the show, try us out, get in the Discord. I promise you're going to freaking love it. Get in that mock draft channel with Kevin. The thing is, just doing the mock drafts, just doing them and seeing it, like you get familiarized with the players. And once you know the names, I promise you your draft day experience is so much more fun because you're like, oh, it's the blue guy from Stanford. I know him. And it just makes it more fun. So sign up, become a patron. It'll make your NFL draft experience better. So for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you again tomorrow. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And uh, I knew just if we had gone seven rounds, we would have been here to 45. Like, not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. It's okay. It's no, okay. It's, uh, it's, look, I'm willing to do. Um, if you if you're available Thursday night, I will yeah. be. I should be available to do another two of these. If you want to, yeah, do more. that's that's perfect. I, I, the thing is, I love these because I can just intro them and outro them and not mention you know how I, you, you probably noticed it like i didn't i don't mention the day i don't mention what's right. going on and i just right. like you can just i can just drop them in and like i know the patrons will love them because that your your mock draft channel is so popular and the thing is for me 
it's just like the podcasting has been so easy to do because of the Sean Payton trade and the Derek Carr stuff. Like me and Andrew, like until this week, like it was super easy. It was breaking news. It was, you know, it was the the, do the Twitter spaces on the Payton shit, the Benjamin Albright. It was so easy, but now it's like super slowed down and like just being able to do these with you just to have them. And like, if breaking news happens with Derek Carr, great. If something happens with the Saints, great. But if not, like just to have it all loaded in in Patreon and not have to worry about it, it makes my life easier. And with my work, I like the next two weeks may or may not be crazy because they have just, they've just a bunch of people have left and they're hiring a bunch of new people. And it just makes my work, just makes me potentially, potentially, uh, potential chaos is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you and we'll, we'll do, we'll do two more. We'll do two more on Thursday. All right. All right, man. All right. Take it easy. Thank you, man. Bye. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.